Hello, and welcome to a Movie Fail podcast. I'm Josh Rosenfield. I'm here with my friend T. Christie. Hello. And we are going to talk about uh, Edge of Tomorrow and the title Edge of Tomorrow and whether or not that's a good title, I guess, uh, in that article. That essay I wrote, I said that I really like the title Edge of Tomorrow. I think it works. And Teague disagrees, I guess. I would like, until we have settled this matter, for you to address Edge of Tomorrow as allegedly good titled Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow, in my opinion, while being a fantastic movie and I had a great time with it, is a is not the title that movie needs. Now, what's crazy is I read your article. I read it. You know, there's some good words in there. Long words. Lots of syllables. And what's crazy <laughs> is most of that article, Josh, you're not even talking about the title of Edge Tomorrow. You're talking about all the titles <laughs> it's not, which now what's crazy is as a result of that, I happen to agree with you with basically zero disagreement anywhere in the entire article, except for whether or not Edge of Tomorrow is a good title. <laughs> like, I agree that all those other titles that you said were shitty are shitty and everything else. It's just Edge of Tomorrow. I don't think actually clears the threshold that all you need is kill was trying to clear I agree that All You Need Is Kill is also a very bad title, but I don't understand how you arrived at Edge of Tomorrow is a good one. It seems so subjective, I know, but how did you go All You Need Is Kill, not good, Edge of Tomorrow, yay, fine, thumbs up. I think, I guess, part of it is this immediate, very loud outcry against Edge of Tomorrow as a title, and from the beginning, I never really got that, and I felt, it it seemed so weird to me that there was this immediate consensus that like, oh, Edge of Tomorrow, that's that's a bad title, and it was just taken as a given. And I think if you had to characterize why people don't like the title, what would you what would your characterization of the backlash be? Well, I think it's because, and I I understand like uh, out of out of context, Edge of Tomorrow does sound like this very corporatized, like over focus grouped thing, and it's like the studio heads made it up to sell the most amount of tickets. And I think it's maybe the use of the word Edge that gets people. Because it sounds like they're trying really hard to be edgy, maybe. It's like, oh, look how cool we are, edge. And then tomorrow, look, it's all futuristic. It sounds very marketing buzzword, kind of like, I guess. Yeah. It's interesting you would focus in on that word. I mean, there's only three words to choose from in the title. And the word that I would actually put more of the uh, problem on is the ever-present preposition. Um, when you have of in a title, I think you inadvertently put the, the vibe of the title in an entirely different space in the audience's mind. That you are, as soon as you've made that move, you're trying to walk it back and, and, you know, get the boulder back up the hill because you rarely see ofs, for instance, in original ish, you know, we'll say, we'll say Edge of Tomorrow is original insofar as it's not Star Wars 2, you know, it's a, it's a comic, but it's, people didn't know about it until it was a movie is basically how it boils down to original. You only ever see, or so it seems, ofs and ands and all the prepositions that you're going to find in sequels. You've got, first of all, your tra- all your Transformers movies, Dark of the Moon, Age of Extinction, and Revenge of the Fallen, all sound thematically similar to Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, I think, would be a perfect title for this movie if it was the subtitle following the real title of the movie, which could be whatever you want it to be. I vote Tom Cruise. I think we should call it Tom Cruise, <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. When I was trying to figure out exactly what the thing is about Edge of Tomorrow and why I don't think it's a good title, it boils down to the, it's just, that is a a title that describes theme, but not really plot. And when it comes to selling a big action sci-fi movie, the movies tend to be titled with something that's really, really central to the machinations of the plot. And I actually pulled up examples because I prepare, man, The Matrix, 
iRobot, Minority Report, Elysium, Looper, or else referring specifically to things that are or happen in the movie, like in no lyrical sense, really. It's, it's, it is The Matrix. You know, The Terminator 2 is the largest grossing action film I could find in the sci-fi genre, except for Avatar, which all of these movies have in common. They sound like the, the title of an essay, whereas Edge of Tomorrow to me sounds like a chapter in the book. And just to put a final point on that, uh, you know what it sounds more like than anything else? Uh, tomorrow is yesterday or return to tomorrow or balance of terror or dagger of the mind or city on the edge of forever <laughs> or whom God destroy or wolf in the fold. It sounds like it should be the subtitle. It should be, you know, Tom Cruise three edge of tomorrow. Well, that's interesting. I never, I never considered that, but that makes perfect sense. It definitely, I get, I've, I get what you're saying with the idea of movies like the matrix and avatar, which is a very specific, uh, this is a thing or minority report. Exactly, yeah, and like, yeah, this is a thing in our sci-fi movie, we made it up, it's a fictional thing, but that's what it's about, and that's our starting place for the movie, and... At least for high-concept, quote-unquote, original sci-fi pitches, people tend to use the high-concept pitch as the title. Exactly, yeah, and I guess maybe the the problem, if there is one with doing that with Edge of Tomorrow, is it's, you can't, there isn't really a device in the same way that there is in those movies, you Unless you want to call the movie like Alien, Alien Blood no, or whatever, I, which would be cool. I disagree with but, you. But I, I got a title that I want to pitch for it, but I'll pitch it at the end because it's a spoiler for the movie. But we'll come back to that. But go on. Sure. Um, I agree. You know, I agree. A, it's harder to name than The Matrix. No shit. Yeah. Like, no shit. Like Edge of Tomorrow is miles better than All You Need Is Kill. But, you know, it, and I think it is actually a problem of the specifics of the machinations of the plot device in Edge of Tomorrow, where it's like, that's just you can't boil that down real easy. That's, that's there's too much going on there. It'd be like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, why is the movie called Primer? Because yeah, it, you can't title it anything. So we'll just go for a small <laughs> word. Yeah, that, that's a good that's a good point, actually. I, I have no idea what that movie is called Primer. You know, um, and it did about as much business. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I guess in that vein, what I like about Edge of Tomorrow as a title is that it doesn't go that very direct descriptive route and something like uh, live, die, repeat which they are not officially retitling it, but kind of rebranding it yeah. now by putting it bigger on the poster. Yeah, I noticed and that. And in iTunes, if you go to the iTunes page, it is, it is live, die, repeat, colon, edge of tomorrow, uh, is what they're calling it. Um, wow. Which is strange, because I don't like live, die, repeat that much as a title. I think it's a cool tagline, though. I, um, I agree entirely with that. Um, so, yeah, I like Edge of Tomorrow because it is not necessarily like directly descriptive of something that's happening in the movie but it is vaguely descriptive and in a way that kind of for me anyway incites an, an interest in what they're trying to get at because you know edge of tomorrow because tom cruise can't get to tomorrow because he's reliving the day it's it's a more um i don't know lyrical it's not, a, not <laughs> i was gonna not say artful yeah but yeah basically it's a, it's a not Exactly. Yeah, it's and it's not as um, well. I'd, blunt, I, I guess. Item of consideration because I, I figured you were going to say that, um, and I, I was trying to figure out the best way to sort of reply to that line of reasoning because it's a solid line of reasoning. It is a good title, and it's an impossible metric. Like, what is a good title? What's a bad title? Really, and it doesn't even seem. It seems too crass to be like, well, the movies that sell those are the good titles because <laughs> you know who knows. Um, so, but what I was thinking about was if you think of Episode One, the Star Wars movie Episode One. The title of that movie, The Phantom Menace, has about as much direct relevance to the movie itself as Edge of Tomorrow does to Edge of Tomorrow. And it's like appropriate and you can see why they call it that. 
But if a movie came out that was just called The Phantom Menace, well, you're not, you don't inherit the business of seeing the movie and understanding the context of why that title is that title. In any case, uh. The Phantom Menace isn't the best title for episode one. Star Wars is, followed by The Phantom Menace, and it's the same with A New Hope. They retitled A New Hope, A New Hope, after it had previously been Star Wars, when they decided Star Wars was going to be a saga, all these movies are going to be this thing, and this is just the chapter called A New Hope. If that movie came out in the first place called A New Hope, I don't think we have Star Wars. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow sounds like the great thing that comes after the colon, and if I don't know how much more we have on this topic. I, you know, I'm happy to keep talking about it forever, but at some <laughs> point, I actually can tell you what I came up with for. Here's what I think, or at least can easily imagine would be the studio-mandated title of this movie, and with the almost exact same ad campaign I'm imagining in my head, I think it is more, at least memorable or evident to people what that movie is when it's coming out and if they want to see it or not. Well, you can bunch of throw it out. Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but when I was trying to, this was the last thing I sort of addressed in my mental like rehash of your article. I was trying to figure out, all right, jackass, what do you call the goddamn movie? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I was looking at the wiki article just to kind of remind myself of what the plot was. And here's the sentence or two that most matters in terms of the way sci-fi movies are usually titled. You know, The Matrix is a this. We're going to call the movie The Matrix. You know, there is a thing called a Terminator. We're going to call this movie The Terminator. The central sort of plot thingy boils down to this pair of sentences from Wiki. Cage learns that the kind of mimic he killed in his first loop, an alpha, resets time when it is killed to give the mimics an advantage in battle. Cage inherited this ability when he was doused in the alpha's blood as they both died. So that's the thing, right? And I agree, you can't call it alien blood. Uh, I think this movie is called The Reset. Hmm. All you have to do is hammer home twice in the trailer. Say the word reset in the trailer somewhere, and then that's the title, and I think people remember it more. And I think it has more, it sounds like a movie. It 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 sounds like what it is, at least as close as you can get. And as long as the trailer, we're already going to spoil the fact that he keeps waking up every single day anyway, which the trailers did, I don't think there's a reason not to say this movie is called The Reset. So that's where I would go with it. I'm not saying it's perfect, I'm just saying... I see why that one would do better than Edge of Tomorrow. It's not as pretty. I agree it's not as pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's... The only thing I would say, because I do like that title, is maybe just reset. You know, no the. Because I feel like, for some reason, dropping the the makes it feel more like science fiction. Whereas the reset, kind of like that, there could be a romantic comedy called The Reset. Right. You know, and for whatever reason, whereas for reset, it just it sounds more like the proper noun thing that we were talking about. Like this movie is about something and it is a reset and there's something kind of sci fi about it. Could be an activity or an adjective or a command. It could be declarative. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or maybe you're just Um, like the guy who always says take the the off and you're like the movie critic Sean Parker. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's well, it's cleaner. Yeah, it's cleaner. Um, uh, But yeah, it's I guess. No. So I see, I definitely see where you're coming from on, on this title. And it's certainly, I like the idea that it's, it feels more like a subtitle of a movie. Tom Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow. That's serious. Yeah. And I don't know why they, on the new posters, they bury even his name all the way on the bottom, which is That's weird. That's a weird marketing um, choice, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, the weirdest poster I saw was the one that was just in big letters, live on the edge. And then on the bottom, in small letters, it says Cruise slash Blunt slash Edge. Oh, thanks, guys. I don't know where they were. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they were going with that. So handy, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
that's a bizarre. I wonder if the Tom decision. Cruise thing is just that. I don't know if you've caught this or not, and it's been a weird thing, and it's the sort. It could be the subject of a long Think PC Naval Gazy article itself. But what we have in our heads as being Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise movies has actually been outdated for about ten years. If you look back at what Tom Cruise has been up to for the last ten years, while we've all been making jokes about how he's crazy, he's just <laughs> been doing weird movies where the only cachet is that he's in it. Like starting at Collateral until now, it's shit that you wouldn't usually think or hear of or see much less involve Tom Cruise in, in your head. Like Oblivion, no. Jack Reacher, maybe, maybe. Like in 1998, I could imagine Tom Cruise being in a Jack Reacher movie. And Edge of Tomorrow, he's like, he, I don't know if he decided after Minority Report, well, that was the last one that everyone seemed to really love. I'm going to keep doing that. Or if in his head this whole time, he's always just been like a sci-fi action movie nerd and all the Jerry Maguire stuff was was like this weird left field choice that Hollywood decided to put him into. And now that everyone's kind of writing him off, he started just doing this shit all the time. And maybe people are subconsciously for like the, the realization that they're having about Tom Cruise is a subconscious one, which is I don't often like to go see Tom Cruise movies anymore. And Tom Cruise isn't actually the draw that we have him as in our head. Hence, like making him smaller in the poster and all that. I don't know. I'm totally spitballing, but it's just weird to me that Tom Cruise's movies have all been Along the same sort of smaller tack for the last 10 years or so. And they're all movies that usually, like, if you asked in 1996, hey, what kind of movies is Tom Cruise going to be known for for the rest of his life? It's like, well, he just did like 15 little sci-fi movies in a row. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, It certainly seems to be just what he's interested in doing from now on. Um, and so even with, like, Jack Reacher, just like smaller kind of yeah. uh, B-movie And awesome. Like, that's great. I loved Oblivion and I haven't seen Jack Reacher, but, you know, still, just and, a weird observation. And- yeah, it's true. And Jack, Jack Reacher is kind of fun. I think it's on it's on Netflix. Um, and uh, yeah, I liked Oblivion a lot. I really liked Edge of Tomorrow. So I think, yeah, it's it's cool that he is, I assume he's the one kind of shepherding these projects, because especially with Oblivion and less so with Edge of Tomorrow, it's not the kind of movie you just expect to, to spring from a studio system. Or Valkyrie. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, that's is that one, especially the... I can't believe that movie even exists still. Um, Tom Cruise just plays Chicken Hawk to all the Blacklist scripts now. That's the new thing. Yeah, I guess so. And, you know, God bless him for it because we get Edge of Tomorrow. And, th- and that's cool. Um, and I, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I wonder if he is the, the box office draw. And, and they, clearly they've had a tough time marketing Edge of, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. As we've, you know, as the basis for this whole conversation is. And I don't know, like, I actually watched some of the trailers earlier today, and they're all very, like, grim, and they have this very, like... Terminator 4 sort of vibe to them? Yeah, the, well, the song, especially in the first trailer, oh, is was there an, totally like was the... Oh, was there a Nin song on the Edge of Tomorrow trailer? I totally forgot that. If that's the, It sounds like the one they used in the Terminator Salvation trailer, I think. I'm going I'm to Google it, because I hadn't even remembered that they used Nin in the Edge of Tomorrow trailer. That's such a weirdly specific thing to say. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't know if it actually is them, but it's definitely, like... It's the same vibe for sure, and um, it, it it's I don't know why they would do that because it's so you see Edge of Tomorrow and it's such a fun movie. It's really funny and it's really just like just entertaining. And I don't know why they marketed it as this very like sad kind of sci-fi war movie with this little kind of twist. And like this is a fun movie. I, I don't maybe they don't think that. Tom Cruise, like people will like seeing Tom Cruise being funny. 
I don't know, like anymore. Because obviously, like in um, Risky Business and Jerry Maguire, like he was, he could be funny. But now, I don't know. It's it's a weird way that they've tried to sell this movie and that they've failed to sell this movie and are still trying and probably still failing to sell this movie. I don't know why they think it will be more successful if they just call it Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, I don't get that at all. God damn. I don't get that at all. Um, but I guess, yeah, props to them for not calling it All You Need Is Kill because that's an awful title. Oh, it's a bad. It's bad. I'm trying to think of what other movies are like. It's, there's got to be. A movie that is a high concept sci-fi warish action semi think PC, but with a comedy aspect to it. There's got to be one of those. It does like the spectrum isn't primer to Guardians of the Galaxy. There's got to be one in the middle where it's like that. But like the list that I I put up for the other thing doesn't really have anything like that. Although I do have uh, for Rotten Tomatoes will sometimes do if you like this you might also like that. And they didn't do one of those for Edge of Tomorrow, but they did for Minority Report. And the movies it lists. From top to bottom are Fifth Element, which little wackier, a little bit more uh, farcy than what we're talking about, the comedy. iRobot, Demolition Man, Gattaca, Source Code, Equilibrium. Like these are all kind of, I think of them as being more serious movies. Uh, the first one that I see that's kind of funny, or at least has that edge of humor to it, would be Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, true. And I guess um, I would put Fifth Element, I guess, there too, um, although maybe less on the... Yeah, it's a little. The- it's just a little bit, you know... I don't know, childer in a way. Like it's not even a really kiddie movie. It's just the the humor is broader, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's very big, colorful, broad humor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, whereas Edge of Tomorrow is a little. Um, it's kind of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to classify the humor in Edge of Tomorrow. Honestly, it's, it's, the one that comes to mind on this list that seems the most like the humor in Edge of Tomorrow is Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Totally. It's it's very much. It's um. It's a little less maybe. I don't. I don't think it's maybe like postmodern or meta in any way, but it is very witty and it's very self-aware of the 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 trappings of this kind of of its premise. Basically, like I love. I, I still remember the joke where he tries to uh, escape from the like like they're marching in a group and he tries to roll under the truck <laughs> and they build it up and the first time he does it he just gets squished by the truck. I love that. That's hysterical. And the edit- the editing especially is great because the editing in that movie is phenomenal anyway. But the way they they cut back to it and they frame it the exact same way and the it's just it's so funny and it's cool that this movie is able to have this high concept sci-fi premise and not it's not mocking it. But it's still like having fun with it in a way that respects what it is and doesn't like tear down what it is and kind of make it less meaningful. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I can't think of another movie like Edge of Tomorrow. It is, I guess, Looper maybe, but Looper's not quite as funny. Yeah, Looper's definitely more kind of straight faced. I mean, Looper's amusing, but it's not. It doesn't have like laugh out loud moments, really. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You can go. Ahead. I was going to just say to the broader point about when you sort of go from the top of the blockbuster box office results to the sort of bottom when it comes to sci-fi movies you've heard of. Uh, the trend that I see is specificity regarding the plot device in the title. Like at the top of it, you have signs in Terminator Two and The Matrix and iRobot and Minority Report and Elysium, and then towards the bottom, you get things that are these are like to make no statement about the movie quality. It's just as we get farther from, it's clear what the plot device is. Uh, it starts to get cheaper. Like Source Code, The Sixth Day, Children of Men, Dark City. 
these are good movies. And that's actually the titles are kind of specifically referring to what's in the movie. It's just the farther away you get from how evidently or factually, like literally that title relates to that plot. It, it gets hazier. Like when you sort of separate the association from I'm describing this movie, like in terms of devices and gimmicks and plots to I'm describing this movie thematically. The closer you get to thematically, the worse your sci-fi movie tends to do at the blockbuster at, at the box office, unless it's the sequel title, in which case, you know, it, it works. It's the same thing with <laughs> like J- like James Bond movies is the same thing. James Bond's sequel titles include Tomorrow Never Dies, Live and Let Die, Die Another Day. All three could have been titles for this movie. <laughs> Whoa. Tomorrow Never oh Dies, God. Live and Let Die, Die Another Day. Could all three be the same movie? Uh, that, that, they totally could. Yeah. Huh. And then like Quantum of Solace and things like that. And I'm telling you, man, it's the preposition. <laughs> anyway, I don't, th- yeah, I, d- well, I don't have a problem with Edge. Although Edge Tomorrow, ooh, sounds spacey. Hmm, that sounds yeah, that sounds weird. It's interesting. It's interesting when you said source code that made me think of something because that is totally it is once you've seen the movie extremely just Ex- uh, it's exactly describing the plot device. Exactly, it's like this is about a thing and it's called the source code. Right. But, but from if the you, trailer, that part of the movie isn't available to you yet, so source code is meaningless. Yeah, and if you just see the poster, if you just see the title source code, you have no idea what that movie's about. Except, you know, you don't even know that there is a thing and this is the proper noun name yeah. source code. And the same thing with like The Matrix and The Terminator and all these other movies. Whereas like... At least you the, get, Matrix, I think, like the Matrix dealt with that problem by having their whole ad campaign be, you need to see this movie to find out what yeah. The Matrix is. As opposed to source code, the ad campaign of source code, if it was the same thing, would be like, do you guys know what the source code is? And then like the date that the movie's coming out. And it's like, I don't know what the source code is, but it's okay that I don't know what it is yet because that's what it's about. Whereas source code was just like, all right, source code. There's Jake Gyllenhaal on a train. <laughs> Release date. And I saw, it's funny uh, that we bring this up because I just saw Duncan Jones reply to someone on Twitter saying that he wanted to change the name of source code to Looper. Ha! But Looper was like in development at the time. <laughs> Boom. Like he, or like he would have or something like that. Um, but he can't now. When Looper would have been a great title now, for source code. What's interesting is between your instinct for titles like Edge of Tomorrow, and I don't dislike them, um, but that tends to be a movie that I have a harder time remembering the title of. But between the instinct for that sort of cooler, descriptive, but more lyrically descriptive title to like something as specific as The Terminator, you know, I think the nice sort of middle zone, I think Children of Men is a perfect weirdo thing that sits right in the center of that, where the title sounds lyrical and like thematically descriptive, but it's actually literally the whole high concept pitch in three little words. I think children of men would be the exact perfect middle fulcrum point between those two sides of the spectrum. It's descriptive, but it's lyrical, but everyone knows exactly what that movie's about. And if you saw the trailer once, you'd never forget the title because it's so easy to remember. And so like specifically understandably associated with the pitch of the movie. As a, yeah, you know, and you, Edge of Tomorrow exactly, could also yeah. be called Tomorrow's Edge, and you wouldn't have actually changed anything, really specifically about what you understand about the movie based on the title. Whereas Children of Men, I think you couldn't get any more simple than that, and it has the advantage of sounding all spacey and cool and lyrical because it has that preposition. <laughs> That's true. Um, I guess if there is a big, if I do have a problem with Edge of Tomorrow, maybe it is uh, the fact that it's not very distinctive, and I think that's probably one of the big problems that people have with it in general. Is that it sounds very just well. The thing I saw over and over was, oh, any you could call Edge of Tomorrow could go on any movie, and I don't think that's true. 
because I do think it describes this movie pretty well. I think it fits the movie well, so very well. At least. Tomorrow never dies and live and let die and die another day. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess that would be the problem is that it's not like it. Yeah, it fits the movie, but it's, it's an episodic not, title is the problem with it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't feel like the only thing that this movie could be called. Like you, you don't maybe associate this movie just immediately with this title in the way that like you feel like Citizen Kane could only be called Citizen Kane because you just it has that association where you think, all right, this, yeah, this is this movie. I can't imagine it being called anything else because this title is so clearly just what this movie is. And maybe that's just because the title is in the kind of yeah. cultural that's consciousness and you know the title before you see the movie ever. And maybe that's the problem with Edge of Tomorrow is like, it doesn't, you don't form an it's an association with it as it's not, this is it's, the title of this movie. It's not the most specific thing about the movie. Yeah, exactly. Sci-fi titles tend to be the most specifically that movie thing about that movie. You know, there's a bunch of Hero's Journey movies, but this one has the Matrix in it. You know, there's a bunch of Hero's Journey's <laughs> movies, but this one has a thing called Elysium in it and so on and so forth. Like this, like, and that's where you come into the problem. Like I go reset or the reset maybe. Uh, but really what it wants to be called is... Tom Cruise comedy fighting Groundhog Day science fiction. The untitled Tom Cruise sci-fi Groundhog Day comedy. And when in doubt, and you made reference to this in the post, when in doubt, it's totally safe to, if you have a good high concept premise that's going to save your ass in the end of the day, it's fine to name your movie after the main character. Totally works. <laughs> Except, and here's where it doesn't work. If you can't tell what the point of the movie is without the character in it, oh, you can't do that because no one cares. I didn't see Salt. Did you see Salt? No, no. But, you know. Well, yeah, and Salt isn't a, it's not a name. I mean, it is the name of the character, but that Salt is also a thing. <laughs> um, and, well, yeah, like I said in the post, one of the reasons I'm sick of that is because there are 20 movies this year that do that. And, like, yeah, it comes and goes. you know, yeah, like Lucy. <laughs> What's Lucy about? I don't know. Someone, I guess, all I know about that is one of the characters is probably named Lucy. I think that's a safe assumption, but you know, that's, yeah. there's a lot going on. There's a lot in that movie and Lucy doesn't begin to cover it, uh, which is Here's- why like, if they had called edge of tomorrow, just like cage, which I'm sure they almost did. Cause you don't name your main character, William cage and not have that discussion. But Well, yeah, more specifically the, 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 the on the noseness of the name cage <laughs> All right. What does Cage sound like to you? Uh, trapped? Can't get out? Perfect. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You were going to say something? I was going to say, like, maybe the way to wrap this up would be to say this or ask this. To what extent should the movie's title feel responsible? Um, you know, for instance, John Carter of Mars became John Carter. No one saw John Carter. Is it because it's called John Carter or is it just because it was misadvertised? Obviously, the title of the movie, especially when you get into the big studio pictures, is part of the marketing campaign. They make that decision. Sometimes titles change and so on. But to what extent can you honestly lay the blame for how a movie is perceived on the title alone? Because I feel like Edge of Tomorrow is a really useful control circumstance where everything in the trailer seems just like every other good movie that's coming out these days, or, you know, it seems like every other sci-fi movie anyway. It doesn't look like a a shitty sci-fi movie. It looks like another one. The only difference is it's got that title. They seem to advertise the hell of it. They tried, but 
it didn't go. Is that the title's fault or is it some other weird, you know, maybe Tom Cruise isn't what we thought or some other enigmatic thing? Is it the title's Mm -hmm. fault? Is it ever the title's fault? You know, David O. Russell made The Fighter, Oscars everywhere. What's (laughs) what the movie The Fighter, this movie could be called The Fighter. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's true. You know, I I wonder to what extent it it really matters. Well, I think in the case of John Carter, that's uh, I would argue, yeah. They should have just called the John Carter of Mars because you hear John Carter of Mars and you know, okay, there's someone named John Carter. It's apparently on Mars, so you can form a picture in your head of what that movie is and maybe you want to see it. You hear just John Carter. And it's not even like, this, this is what bugs me about the name titles too. It's not even an interesting name. John Carter is the most bland, like, basic, generic name of a person you could imagine. You don't call your movie that, especially if it's this you know, crazy imaginative sci-fi movie. Um, Plus, in movies, so I think we get that, a lot of And that's part of the marketing, obviously. That movie was not marketed very well, but that's a big part of it. It should yeah, not, not have been called we, we, John Carter. We meet so many JC characters in movies anyway. For, yeah. For oh, reasons that should be oh immediately obvious. Yeah. That just struck me yeah. about John Carter. Whoa. <laughs> it's the case for a whole bunch of uh, lead characters. You can go through, you, you, sit for fun sometimes when you're waiting at the dentist next time, just sit and try to come up with all the lead characters in Hero's Journey movies that have the name JC in some configuration. Huh. Yeah. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's very common. Anyway. Whoa. But yeah, that's it. Like, but yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. I don't know. Like, my well, maybe my personal bias because I'm generally okay, I'm okay with title Edge of Tomorrow. I find it hard to picture someone. I find it hard to picture a universe where that was the reason it failed was that nobody liked the title. But on the other hand, nobody liked the title apparently. Although the people who didn't like the title also seem to be the same people who saw the movie because that's why they're complaining about the title. So it's weird. Yeah, I don't know how much the title is to blame. I think maybe it's. Uh, Tom Cruise, actually. Like, if I had to pick one thing, it might be that just Tom Cruise isn't the exciting enormous movie I wonder star. what's going to happen with Tom Cruise's face in this movie guy anymore. Exactly, yeah. It's like, people don't go to a movie with Tom Cruise in it just to see Tom Cruise because he's not, like, the big star that he was when he, you know, back when people would do that. You know, there are other stars now, and, you know... Uh, Emily Blunt maybe isn't a big enough star herself to carry it. Like if it was a, if the female lead maybe was a much more popular actress, that would have helped. And I like Emily Blunt a lot, obviously, and she's great in the role. Yeah. But I think maybe it was that combination of like a, we have Tom Cruise who is not as popular as he once was. And we have Emily Blunt who's not as popular as she would have to be to, counterbalance that and the marketing kind of made it look like a very generic like sci-fi movie and there's the mech suits and they're shooting aliens and uh, you don't know that it's more than that and that it's cooler than that until you see the movie but you the studio marketed it on the most generically popular things that were in it and not the cool things about it and like so i think it's maybe it could just be oblivion's fault people just were like i've really didn't this movie just come out yeah, that's true. It's very. It, I've seen Tom Cruise and a girl who looks a lot like Emily Blunt in spacesuits recently. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It and Oblivion was also not that well received. I don't think. Yeah. Um, didn't do. I mean, I think it got like a sixty-five, seventy on the tomato meter. But yeah, yeah, and I don't think it was like I don't think many people saw that either. Um, anyway, I'm not saying Edge of Tomorrow is necessarily a bad title. I'm just saying I understand why people say it's a bad title. 
<laughs> um, has, your, has your opinion changed at all over the course of this conversation? A little. Like I get, I definitely like. I understand the other side of this, and I, I feel like, I hear, hearing your the way you articulated your your points, um, I'm able to understand that better than I did the very vague like oh it's just it's generic and boring and I, since i never felt that way i didn't really get that but i get what you're saying and i think it makes sense but i still like I, i'm fine with edge of tomorrow as a title and i think it i think because it is good for this movie it is a good title and i think that's that's probably just what it comes down to is like well good or best i guess is the distinction because like back to the phantom menace thing would it be if the Phantom Menace came out called The Phantom Menace, and that was all the information you had, let's set aside Star Wars entirely, would The Phantom Menace be the best title for that movie? Or is that oh, like well. a title that is predicated on you having already assimilated all the main big world building details of this movie, and this is just the type of movie we're making in that world now? Like, you call it Star Wars The Phantom Menace, because the the main thing you gotta know is it's a Star Wars movie. Okay, what else? This one, and then you get the lyrical title, The Phantom Menace. Same thing with uh, Dead Man's Chest, or At World's End. The first thing you got to know is it's a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Okay, now I've got my head on straight about what kind of movie this is. If you just walked into a theater to see a movie called At World's End, even if that's the perfect name for the movie, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie that it's, you know, titled with, that's still not the best way to describe that movie. The best way to describe that movie is a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And then you go At World's End. Is that why The World's End didn't do very well? <laughs> Honestly, I think it is, but that's a different thing. That's, that might be, yeah. Also, um, also, just people, you know... I don't know. I feel like we like Simon Pegg more than the rest of the country does. Yeah, maybe it was like a... I think like the internet is sort of not tuned into what folks in Missouri are doing with their movie purchasing dollar uh, when it comes to Simon Pegg, which bums me the fuck out, but it occurs to me that maybe not everyone else knows or cares about Simon Pegg movies when they come out. I think that's a theme with Edgar Wright movies. Um, that seems to be every time he has a movie come out, it seems to be like everyone on the internet is super excited about it and it comes out and nobody else is excited about it and uh, ant-man would have at least had the marvel logo going for it but like yeah. nobody outside the internet cares that edgar wright isn't making ant-man even though it seemed to be a big deal if you were on the internet in the spring yeah no one outside of the internet cares that scott pilgrim is a movie that exists exactly yeah it's uh, scott pilgrim nobody talks about scott pilgrim not on the internet anymore because nobody saw scott pilgrim yeah. if they weren't talking about it on the internet Maybe it was a title thing, Josh. Maybe. Although Scott Pilgrim versus the World is a cool title. So who knows? No, I agree. Actually, it's a really good title. It's a perfect title. <laughs> well, there you go. That's what you do. You have it be the character's name and the lyrical, imp like what he's doing. So it should be um, Cage's Edge of Tomorrow. Hmm. No, no, no. I was, no. I was <laughs> it was a joke. Comedy point. That's all. Anyway. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I guess we can we can probably wrap this up. Um, do you want to just shout out plugs for whatever? Oh, you can most often hear me on our whole family of podcasts over at friendsinyourhead.com, including What Are You Doing Movie, where we've done over 200 movie commentaries and other things, including a podcast that's nothing but film composers called Uncomposed or talking about documentaries called Documentality. It's a bunch of podcasts, great big community stuff online. That's all at friendsinyourhead.com. I was T. Christie this whole time. Cool. Um, and yeah, I am on moviefail.com I'm on audienceseverywhere.net I'm on Twitter at Josh Rosenfield uh, that's that uh, thank you for talking to me Teague this was fun I had fun too <laughs>